Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Luxury Healing, baby. <laughs> Mind the business that pays, right? I'm not gonna be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just gonna make me sad, and I'm gonna have buyers remorse. I'm gonna spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that you know make me feel good, and, and going places that make me feel good, and things that resonate. Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. Contrary to popular belief, 
uh, there was a study that was done that was like, fresh face to a woman means we just put some lotion on and a chapstick, Vaseline maybe. Fresh face to a man, what he thinks is fresh face, is actually a little bit of concealer, a little bit of mascara, a little bit of foundation, a light beat is what we call it. So you're seeing a lot of people... Not that they were necessarily living fraudulent, but they were just living outside of their means or they were living, you know, everything that they did was based upon if they had this one job. Everything that they did was based upon if they could play sports or if everything was is, is now irrelevant, okay? The only thing that matters right now is can you feed your damn family? Are you going to be able to save your home? Um, do you have money coming in? So I believe it is a total right now of 22 million people, which I think at one point there was only like 3 million people in the United States that were on unemployment, could not find work. There are 22 million people. That's why I don't understand when y'all are sitting there saying, like, well, why couldn't I get through the line? You do understand that 22 million people divided up over 50 states if you have the same people calling every day, I, I think that the computer would crash. So I think that what it's, what is happening, and the reason I didn't do a show last week is because y'all get, some of y'all get so wrapped up into these religious things, not realizing that a lot of these pandemics and things like that started a lot of wars which were rooted in religion. So look at, how they were uh, trying to find the Jews that were in New York City, a friend of theirs, uh, like a, a major, I think, rabbi or something in the Jewish community in Brooklyn, uh, passed away, and like hundreds of them got together, a bunch of them got COVID-19 now. Then um, there was a situation in, I think it was Florida, which you know Florida never gave a damn about anything. That's why I had to move from there. I lived there for, what was it? 10 years, no, 7 years, 8 years, something like that. So um, people are now not able to congregate in churches. And it was funny because I remember <laughs> watching this lady, and she's in Florida, and they're leaving the church, and the reporter's asking her. She's like, no, I'm safe because I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. Ma'am, you're going to be covered in the coronavirus is what you're going to be covered in. They're saying that Florida's opening up um, their beaches, but look at who their governor is. So... New York, I think, has done a good job. I will say that Cuomo and his entire family has been keeping us upbeat, him and his brother, who actually contracted the coronavirus. Who's a, he's a CNN correspondent. Um, but I think that what we're seeing now, and my brother Saladin talked about this, is people being irrelevant, right? So if everything that you do in this world is tied into things that you covet, and I've told you all before I had to learn to stop coveting things, whether that was my child, whether that was a necklace, whether it was a man, because things that you covet can easily be taken away. And then what is your existence worth then? You have to be doing things that in this lifetime, so you, you take a little bit of the thing that makes you money, then you take a little bit of the thing that makes you happy. Hopefully those are synonymous. You take a little bit of the thing that allows you to give back. You know, I, I did a delivery, um, I think it was two days ago, and I delivered to this girl in Buffalo. We have been friends online, and I have a lot of y'all that are my nieces, my children, all these other things, you know, my nephews online, <clears throat> and we've never met. You support me, I support you. 
Uh, shout out to Fia Inc. She is a phenomenal tattoo artist that's designing some T-shirts for me to start wearing on my YouTube channel because we already have the podcast. I'm going to get you guys back up on the YouTube channel, which we've had for probably about 10 years now, but I never use it. Some of my old, old work is on there. Uh, Miss.D.Scott, I believe, is my YouTube channel. So, um, shout out to Fia Inc. Who's actually she did a, a design and then I wanted it on a T-shirt and she's like, why don't we just barter? So now is the time that we're starting to see where people's hearts are. So it's not where your money is, it's not where your love lies because we're starting to see a lot of relationships that we thought were solid and ironclad dissolve because a lot of your relationships. Not that they're fake, but they're rooted in the fact that you go to work 8 to 12 hours a day. So you don't have to sit with this person. They're rooted in the fact that this person can provide for you or that this woman takes care of you, you know, a a nurturing type situation. When you are taken out of those situations, what do you have left? And so I'm hoping that after this pandemic, we're all able to look at each and every one of our relationships and say these are the reasons that these people are still around. It's because I need them, I love them, I value them, because that's a big thing. You know, a lot of us didn't value our partners. We didn't value where we lived. We didn't value our job, and we didn't value the money that we did make from a job that you claim you hate, but now that you don't have the job, do you still hate it? No, you don't. I've seen so many people in a lot of these chat rooms and stuff surrounding employment say, wow, you know, I really do miss this place and I really do miss the customers. Right. So there's a message in the mess. And I think that we hit the zenith where everybody was in, you know, panic mode. And I'm going to tell you the honest to God truth, I was not panicked at all. Not because I'm rich or anything like that, because I'm not. I'm actually poor as hell. Um, (laughs) I'm not, but I'm just, I I always like to say that. Um, But I'm poor as hell in what I could be doing. You know, I didn't take advantage of a lot of opportunities that were presented to me over the last, you know, 10, 15 years because basically fear, right? So I fear that I'm going to fail. But if you have a safety net of financial freedom, you don't have to worry about failing because if I, like today, I just reprinted out new labels for um, 716CBD.com, which is my company that I've had since uh, December of 2019. No, December 2018. My company is a year old now. It will be two years. Um, So, yeah, December of 2018. And, I reprinted new labels because the labels that I had, although they looked amazing, right, I wanted them to look better than that. So I wasted, you know, a couple, two, three dollars on that, and that's the way life is, right? Everything is trial and error. And so what ends up happening is is that I'm, I'm starting to see a lot of people, instead of dealing with the mess, just laying down and taking it or just walking away from situations when if you would have just had a conversation you wouldn't have had to walk away from that relationship or that um, that partnership or that conjunction. It's 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 just a little it's just a little you know speed bump that that means just slow down. And so sometimes you have to take stock of the people that are in your life. Which right now, look at look at what your what these gods did. Right, the gods sat there and said these people need to go sit down, and they need to understand what's important and what's valuable. Right. 
Now you're starting to see a surgence of people saying they want to buy land and they want to do this and they want to do that. We've been saying that. Okay, not because I could foreshadow anything like this. I do know a couple of, um, of uh, I'll call them prophets. I won't say psychics. I do know a couple of prophets that actually did predict this. I do know that although Imani goes off the rocker sometimes, hood healer, which is what she's called, the hood healer, um, actually did predict this. She predicted the fall of almost every single uh, clothing brand, the stores, Barney's in particular, and she predicted that something like this would happen. Now, we understand that this exact type of pandemic happened in 1918, so um, the Spanish flu, I believe it was called. And what a lot of people also don't recall is that's around the time that Madam C.J. Walker if you watch the documentary, or the, not the documentary, the Netflix special that y'all know pissed me completely off because of the stealing of the brand uh, from Maddie. And um, she became a multimillionaire during this time. But times have changed. Vanity is not important right now because you can't even get to your hairdresser. Okay, now they're talking about opening the country back up. Slowly in phases Which is funny because if you have conversation with me You would have heard me say they're going to open it back up In phases They're going to say these people like your barbers And your, your hair salons Like smaller venues will open up first And so on and so forth But a lot of y'all are not taking this seriously There's all these conspiracy theories going on And you know what I always tell people When they have these theories is what, what does that do for you does that help you throughout the day to think that your government is against you, but yet you'll take the government's money? See, if you're going to be all the way, you have to be all the way. You can't take the government's money, right, that you talk so poorly about and then turn around and talk trash about it. You don't talk trash about – we could talk trash about the president just because he embarrasses the entire hell out of us every time he opens his mouth. It is the most unprofessional thing I've seen in quite some time to the point where our governor, Cuomo, had to basically check him like you would your man. Like, you know, I just find it funny how, you understand what I'm saying? So we just look crazy to other countries, which makes us look unprotected, kind of like when you're in a regular relationship with a dude that just keeps embarrassing you in the streets, and then when they realize, like, oh, that's your dude? Like, that's where you, you live with him? Now you're embarrassed. That's the same way I feel about our president, right? Okay, so y'all think these stimulus checks, not everybody got a stimulus check. Not everybody got unemployment. Some people are actually making more on unemployment than they did when they were in their jobs, right? So, But here's what y'all have to understand. The president did not do that. He doesn't have the power to do that. That was Congress and everyone else that had to pass those bills, and then he's just the mouthpiece. Okay, he he's not he doesn't really make any decisions. <laughs> like I, I just want y'all to know that. If y'all didn't know that, y'all need to go back to government class. So he's the person that signs the paper and like just basically he's our spokesperson. That's really what he is. He's not the person that makes the laws. He signs the orders, but he's not the person that makes laws. We actually get those laws in place. So when we're talking about how come essential workers don't make this amount of money, oh they could have. Y'all didn't vote for that. Remember, we just had an election, y'all didn't vote. We, that literally was on the ballot. So this is the part where I'm talking about we have to start taking responsibility for our ignorance, right? You know, when, when you first start dating people or seeing people, you really don't start to see a person's true colors for about a year, right? You could have been around them every single day and not know that this person struggled with this type of mental health issue or was molested as a child. You wouldn't know. 
right, after about a year is when people become comfortable with each other. At about the six-month mark is when people start challenging each other's boundaries, okay? I just had this happen in my situation where it's just kind of like, you know what, like, you you know, and and y'all hear me talk about this a lot, but you have to assess the situation and say, you know what, it's worth it for me to just take a step away and see what that person's going to do and see what I'm going to do and decipher if this person is important enough for me to pursue anything else aside from what we're doing, right? And a lot of times you'll realize that the people are not important and they can go. Like your life would not change at all if this person wasn't in it. And that's how I build myself up. That's how I build my businesses. That's why I've never had a partner. I've never, I've never done any of that. So when you're looking at certain things that are considered essential right now, Okay, you're looking at the fact that, no, I don't need to get my nails done. I'm so proud of a lot of you ladies. I'm seeing y'all soak them things off. It's not important, and we've told y'all about going to the specific group of people that that are doing the nails when you could be doing them yourself or patronizing other businesses. No shade, but it's just it's a fact. It's not necessary. So I'm interested in seeing when the United States opens back up fully what y'all deem is necessary Because a lot of y'all partners are not necessary I know a lot of girls right now mad as hell Sitting at home because they do this Eating up the baby's fruit snacks and Capri Suns And ain't contributed nothing to the household Get rid of it I know a lot of dudes sitting around like Yo, I didn't even realize that Shorty couldn't cook Or that up underneath that wig and without that makeup She's a damn mess She's a monster But you gotta sit with that Because you picked her See, I don't like when people talk so much trash about their significant others because I'm looking at them like, okay, so then you just told me you a poor poor uh, judge and character. You make poor choices. I don't make poor choices. Y'all might hear me get upset about somebody that I did well because they didn't do, I promise you, it's because I'm spoiled and because they didn't do something that I wanted them to do that I expected them to have mental telepathy for because you should be psychic when you're dealing with me because I'm not going to repeat myself. I'm not going to keep telling you stuff. But then you have to pardon some people because you have to realize that the person that you're dealing with might be 10 things to 50 other people. So just like I'm 20 things to thousands of people, your person, your human that you're, you know, tethered to might be 50 things to 1,000 people, right? So a lot of us don't sit in our mess long enough to say or to be able to decipher what's important and what is not important. What message am I getting out of this relationship? Even in my abusive relationships, I took something away with it and was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I learned from this relationship that I will not repeat, and I never did. I never repeated any of the crap that was in any of my other relationships, and I don't bring that into my new relationship. New man, new slate. They all start off at 100, and then I start deducting points as it goes on, as they start doing stuff or being inconsistent or lying, which I cannot tolerate at all. But there's a message in all that. So I think the message that I just recently had to learn is that some people um, crave intimacy, right, the talking, the touching, the, you know, whatever, whatever. It's not even sexual because y'all ain't even real pimps if you you haven't figured that out yet. You don't got to touch a a person to touch them. You don't. So, I mean, it helps, but you don't have to. You got to take the head and everything else will follow, and I'm talking about the head that's connected to the neck. Um, And you guys, especially you girls, you're doing it opposite. You're going below the belt before you get what's above the neckline. 
and that's stupid. You'll never win that way because isn't everything about winning, right? It's about who's going to make it all the way to the end. So if you guys are just having surface relationships, I think a lot of those have um, fell by the wayside right now. Yeah, you cute, but um, <laughs> can you cook anything? Can, <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you conserve money? Are you an earner? Are you going to be working right now? You know, I feel bad for a lot of the girls that made their money in the adult industry. You know, I feel bad in the sense of, like, y'all are on some fans-only pages, and I'm praying y'all don't have children because if you do all this stuff, this is not in a club. This is all on the Internet. Y'all know things don't disappear off the Internet. I actually lost respect. I'm about to unfollow this one dude I was following. He was a comedian. So I asked my child the other day, I said, what's a fans-only page? Because I'm thinking it was like some sort of, like, fan club, like when we was kids. He was like, Mom, don't go on there. That's porn. I'm like, what? I'm like, this grown man who we have actually, you ever see somebody have a come up online and you know that it was based upon Instagram following likes and services and things that they were selling online? My business exists offline. I, matter of fact, I barely even post on my business page at 716CBD on Instagram and on Facebook. I post like maybe once a week. I have to get better with that. But my business functions offline whether I'm on there or not, okay, my website. So when I saw that, I kind of felt like, you raggedy. Like, so you just went out and bought a house. And I'm sure he has a job outside of that. And he was a comedian. He did little skits. But, like, this is what you're doing now? Like, you taking dick pics? That's a mess. And you have children. Like, that's not okay. And you're grown. Well into your 30s, you're grown. So now you're ugly to me because this is what you have to do to make your ends meet? Why don't you just go sit down and say, okay, I maybe don't need that car, I maybe don't need that house, that particular one, because I can't afford to pay for it. So I think a lot of us have to sit in our mess, which I, I did a show about that um, on Tell the Truth Tuesday, but you're not looking at the message, what's inside of it. I think that with them saying essential employees and things like that and jobs that are essential, okay, we're always going to need a grocery store and things of such, we're, we have to start looking at the people in our life saying, is this per- person even worth my time? You know, if you're talking to four and five different people and you can't get one thing done, okay, you're either a simp or you're a hoe. And everything about you is trash because you should be able to talk to one person, maybe two, and get everything in your whole life that you need done, done. And the reason I say, too, is it's not that I'm into polyamorous relationships. That's not what it is at all. What I'm saying is is that sometimes you have people that need, okay, so they, they love this person, but he's not a businessman, you know. They love this woman, but she doesn't have an aesthetic that they that they like or they've evolved. And that's the other thing. People think it's it's not okay to evolve. It's okay for me to like something or somebody different that I didn't maybe like 10 years ago. So, like, maybe, I want to say, like, 20 years ago, I used to like a big old, thick, healthy man. Like, I'm talking about, like, thick. Like, you could see mine coming from, like, you know, a mile away, the men that I was attracted to. As I got older and realized how unhealthy that was, right, it was just something in my head. I started being attracted more to athletically built men, thinner men. Always tall, though, usually 90, 90% always tall, right? So, and it's funny because I have a specific type, okay? The very specific type. If they were to walk in a room, I could have 10 girls come to me and be like, that's you right there in it. Yep, sure is, because they know. So there's no shame in that. 
but they all served their purpose. So even if they almost killed me, took me off the earth, strangled me, shot me, stabbed me, whatever, I learned something from each and every one of them. And actually, the man that did the most damage to me, like, was the most sadistic and abusive person. He's um he's in prison right now, been in prison for years. I don't think he ever getting out. Um, he was the one that taught me the most. This is how the game goes. This is how dudes are. He actually taught me almost the same amount as my uncles, my father, you know, things like that. So later on when the hurt wears off and the pain wears off and the scars go away, you sit there and you say, you know what, I, I, I appreciate that build, that pol- you know, the politics that I learned while being with this person and leaving that abusive situation. I had to move out the state. So while we're sitting here and we're in this mess, I think it's important for all of us to look at the message um, that's in all of this, Right. And the message to me is less is more. You know, I had just told my son, because we were, you know, looking at houses, and he says, why don't we do this, 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 and this? And I said, I don't want to do that. I said, I don't want to do that because I don't want to ever have to tell you no. I don't want to ever have to feel like I can't do something for you because now I went and I got this particular mortgage over here and I got that. I said, where we live is fine. Where we live is nice, it's clean, you're happy, whatever, whatever. So... Like a week later, this whole, you know, coronavirus thing happens, and I said, now do you see why I didn't want to buy something like that? Because even though I can afford it on what I make now, you can't calculate for future mistakes or things like this, a pandemic. A pandemic. Who who would have ever thought? I was getting ready. I was in a situation, I told you guys when I, was, I came back from um, L.A., I was like, you know what, maybe I'll go buy my son the Jeep Wrangler because um, he just had his 16th birthday, take the, the truck that I have and then just, you know what I'm saying, keep that and then go get myself something, okay? And I'm so glad that I didn't because it's not necessary. It's four wheels. It, it gets me to where I need to go. I have everything in the back of that truck that you could possibly think of in this dummy right now. I bought it brand new off the lot when I got it eight years ago, so I'm thankful. But I think that in closing, I want to lead y'all, because I'm going to tell you the most spiritual thing I did last Sunday, which was watch, um, I believe it's on Lifetime Network, the Clark Sisters. Ingenue Ellis, uh, baby girl, you need to get all the Golden Globes, Oscars, and everything for paying, uh, playing Dr. Maddie Clark. So they were Kojic, which is a Church of God in Christ, and those are the people that went to church like seven days a week, all day. So we were raised Baptist. You know, my granddaddy was a preacher. My uncles are preachers. I was ordained. I'm very close with my one uncle that's ordained. And I ain't talking about like regular preacher. I'm talking about like Alabama preacher, backwoods preacher, 50, 60-year churches. And so watching the Clark sister situation, you know, she she gave an uh, amazing performance, but it just also goes back to the hypocritical things that we see and that we do in the church. Because if you know some background about the Clark sisters, Denise Clark was actually, um, when she claimed she wasn't kicked out, she left. Denise Clark had, I think, like three, four children out of wedlock while she was singing with the Clark sisters. So that's what I'm saying. Like, in this lifetime, I think that the, the best religion is just to treat people how you want to be treated with respect. When they get disrespectful, you can choose to go high or you can choose to do what I do and go low and give it right back. Um, I think that the message in that particular um, lifetime movie special Was just legacy uh, At one point the one daughter Signed away all the masters And didn't realize 
what ramification that was. And the family ended up, those sisters ended up working. A lot of people don't know this, but a lot of those sisters ended up working, I want to say a good five to ten years without making the money that they were supposed to because they didn't own their masters. So I'm urging you guys, while you're in this time, take some time for yourself, rest, look at what all of this is teaching you. You know, and a lot of people are super excited about this stimulus and about all this other stuff, but what about the people that make a hundred and two hundred thousand dollars a year? You think that you don't think that they're rethinking their financial status and a lot of y'all don't realize that you talk too much. You know, when you telling me you got a check, that means you make under a certain amount of money. When y'all come at me and tell me that you're getting tax money back, that means you made under a certain amount of money. Right? But then you want to tell people how much money you have, that's impossible because you just told me this. Then and there's nothing wrong with that. Just keep it, just keep it, you know, clean all the way across. Keep it, keep it honest. Then y'all talk about like, okay, you're getting this much money back from unemployment. The essential workers are complaining because they didn't vote, okay. And if they did, the bill didn't pass because other people didn't vote, okay. And I can only speak for New York, but y'all are not, you know, thinking about the people that let's say they made two hundred thousand a year. If my bills were for my salary, which was 200000 which after taxes they're going to take 40%, which is uh, – so 200000 is one twenty take home, which is ten grand a month. So if I make ten grand a month and now you're giving me 2400 a month plus the whatever, now you're giving me 4400 a month, there's still a $5,500 deficit, okay? Y'all are thinking that this pandemic – is, you know, beneficial to the rich or to the, you're not rich, but to the wealthier people that make above six figures. It's really not. They took up $350 million in bailouts, and that's not even finished. When By the time this country is finished, we will be completely bankrupt and broke. And you mark my words, the message in this mess is legalize marijuana. The state of New York is going to have to legalize marijuana relatively quickly to get back all the money that was spent in funds. I would not trust that the government has enough money to pay y'all $600 a week until July 31st. I wouldn't trust that. Where did the money come from? So they don't got money to do nothing else, but now all of a sudden they got $2,400 extra for you every month. Y'all better be taking that money and doing what you're supposed to be doing with it and paying things off and paying your rent because y'all think that, oh, after this, we don't we have a year to pay off rent? Nah, that's not necessarily true. Certain people are giving you a year to pay things off. Your landlord doesn't have to give you a year out of New York State to pay back your rent, okay? That's some of their bread and butter. That's what they do. They maintain your apartments. They maintain your buildings. Y'all don't understand these executed orders that are about to come through. Knowing that y'all got paid all this money and y'all still couldn't pay y'all rent, I guarantee you no judge and no courthouse is going to have any mercy. After all this is over, I give it another 60 days, and you didn't pay a single dime in rent. So don't think, oh, I can't get kicked out because they said it was a 90-day ordinance and this, this, and this. The message in all this is live below your means. If there's two of y'all in a home, the way I was raised, you're supposed to live off one income. That's why I've been working two jobs since I'm 12, 13 years old, because one of my incomes is disposable if need be, and the other income is what goes to paying bills and saving and doing what needs to be done. So I think the message in all this is less is more, 
and we found that out last night when Babyface battled Teddy Riley, and Teddy Riley embarrassed all people from Virginia area with the new Jack Swing sound because he was doing too damn much. So y'all right now are Teddy Riley, some of y'all. Why can't y'all just be Babyface and go sit down? Because then this way nobody, and, and guess what, nobody needs to know your business. Nobody needs to do. Nobody needs to know your business. Nobody needs to know what you got. Cause I ain't seen no pictures of y'all with money. I ain't seen no red bottoms pictures. Um, I, I haven't seen none of that, and I'm glad. But it just lets me know that y'all were not. Um, y'all were not really who y'all said y'all were. And so, why would you care what the immediate public who does not pay your bills thinks of you? Okay. And I, matter of fact, I told you I'm about to go on there and um. Delete the one dude who out here is selling dick pics Because why would you do that So guys, there's always a message in the mess You need to take a really good inventory Of the people that are in your life right now That are coming through for you Dropping off food, making sure you're okay Texting you here and there Just to make sure you're alright Okay, and you need to also take stock Of the people that are not there The people that aren't coming through for you Okay, because those are the people that shouldn't be making it after this pandemic. And if you can't find the message in all of this and be grateful for everything that you have and forgive people's, you know, transgressions, people are scared right now. People don't know what to do, you know. So right now I think one of the best songs um, that I heard last night, and I was, uh, you know, I really wanted it on the show for today because I try to play oldies, you know, or classics is um, this classic Hall & Oates song that is, I think, indicative of who I am. And with Beltane coming up uh, May 1st, I just want to play this. But, guys, just there's always a message in the mess. If, if, if you can't look at the mess that you're in right now, because we're all in a mess in, in some way, shape, or fashion, and figure out where it started, where it ended, and what you can pull out of it and leave it where it is, then you're really not just that dope as you thought you were. All right, y'all, be safe, stay home, stop touching people, and and just be a stand-up person.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.